Hey, what's up guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So what I want to do is talk about some VO2 max intervals. And I had a great question that came in. Uh, reader was taking a look at our, well, I need to update it, our old VO2 max post talking about classic versus Tabata style intervals. Um, really micro burst versus classic three to eight minute intervals. And I've always been a fan of three to eight minute stuff. My coach Tom now has me into more variable type intervals, and I never really considered the heart rate component of doing VO2 max via threshold bursts. If your bursts are long enough, you're going to be getting the heart rate into the VO2 max, um, I guess you could call it zone, the area where you're going to get adaptations for that. You know, we're doing all of these workouts for the stroke volume and to have more oxygenated blood going to the muscles. That's one part of the VO2 max equation. You can read way more in depth on that by a lot of people that are way smarter than me. I want to focus on the workouts that I've done and the ones that I personally like, the reasons why, and the results that I've had. Granted, this comparison now is something that I should track because these are based off one-off results, but I wanted to do these when I was number one, fit, number two, getting ready for race season, number three, tracking the data when I was in similar form for all of these um, and doing a lot of different ones. I think variation is key. It's one of my core methodologies. You've got to change things up, different stimulus. So when this guy had asked, hey, you know, I read that you're more into classic ones. I might do a hybrid model, which is cool. Um, you got to do what works for you. But the biggest thing, too, is I don't want to knock the literature. The literature is great. But sometimes we're reading one study and that's the end all be all. Like, this is good. So then everything else is bad. That's not the point of science. It's not always saying that one is great and now nothing else works. So again, this is me sharing my experience. Um, you know, I think I've got some good experience. I train a lot. I've raced a lot. I do well at the amateur level. So take this for what that is. Um, and I'm happy to hear your comments. Let me know which VO2 max tests you like, or not tests, workouts you find to be the most beneficial. What I'm going to look at is microburst workouts, which I did because Tom asked me to do. I did threshold bursts, which are also called, he calls them bossy intervals. You, you'll see them labeled there, which is after the person who wrote a paper about this up and down um, undulating uh, type of uh, interval. And then the third one was a variable power where you spike your power initially like 125% for a couple minutes. And then you just fluctuate keeping your heart rate, trying to keep it above 90% of max. So really the gold standard is you'll hear WKO guys talk about 95% VO2 max power. I rarely get much time there. Um, it's really hard. There's literature that says 85% VO2 max and up has help with those adaptations. So let's say 90% is the target, right? Um, again, no one knows the exact answer because then what I really wanted to look at was does heart rate track perfectly with this? Like if I'm at higher times of VO2 max, does my heart rate at 90% heart rate max um, have a same, the same correlation? So what we're going to do is here are the intervals just to show you that I actually what amount of time I spent in each one so we can be fair in comparing them all. 
Um, these are the bossy intervals, aka what I've always called threshold bursts. You're riding at about 100%. You have a 30 second spike to into VO2 max, and then you come back down. I performed five minute blocks and five of these. So it was about 25 minutes of work. The variable ones actually, it says six to eight minutes. This was seven, seven. Uh, it ends up being 26 minutes of total work. And here's the thing to point out. The last one, I was just gassed. I just, maybe I went a little too hard. Maybe that's some like execution that I need to work on, but I probably could have done more time. Um, but I just followed the instructions. And when I spiked it hard, the fluctuation is over time. I got tired. So maybe that's a downside to these ones. We'll talk about that. And then the microburst, this is just off because I didn't start it. I don't follow the workout file. I just kind of do my own warm-up. And if you're wondering what my warm-up is, it's actually probably the same in each one of these. Yep, it's there and here. This is my old faithful. So we'll, we'll talk about the warm-up real quickly. I ride endurance for about 15 to 20 minutes. I do a three to four-minute tempo portion at 90%-ish, sometimes a little bit over. I do then about three minutes of um, like a low threshold, 93. Well, I shouldn't say that. It, it depends how I feel. It's 93 to 95-ish percentage. Sometimes if I'm just flowing and it's closer to 100, that's cool. I'm not trying to kill myself, though. I'm just trying to warm up. And then sometimes I'll throw out a uh, like 30-second to 60-second VO2 max effort just to really open things up. And then I like to chill before each one. So there's that. Um, there's that one. Yeah, so all the same. Um, and this microburst one, this was actually, sorry, there's a lot going on here. 36 minutes of microburst. So already it's like, well, dude, this isn't really a fair study or a fair comparison. Wait and see the results. So Interestingly, I broke this down by this side is the amount of zone five in the variable and the amount of zone six. This is the bossy or the threshold burst zone five and zone six. And then this is the microburst zone five and zone six. Now you might be asking why would you be riding in zone six if you're trying to work VO2 max back to Dr. Tabata. He's the one that showed that you can get VO2 max adaptations by going above in zone six and so you don't have to only be working zone five to get zone five adaptations. And this is most likely because you're getting that higher heart rate. You're getting it spiked up. It's going to stay higher for a longer amount of time and help you with the stroke volume. Again, that's only one part of the VO2 max equation. Like if you can't, if you don't have enough mitochondria to be able to process what you're physiologically doing when you're sending oxygenated blood to your muscles, then it doesn't matter how high of a stroke volume you have, you know, there's different pieces to this. That's why we ride endurance. That's why there's tempo riding, increase the mitochondrial content. So looking here, eight minutes and six and a half minutes. So we'll call this 15 minutes for the variable intervals at zone five and six. Very similar here. We had, oops, nine minutes and four and a half minutes. So that's about 14 minutes for the threshold burst. So kind of on the lower end. So that one might be handicapped. And then zone five, seven minutes and 20, almost 24 minutes of zone six. So this is the micro burst. These should most likely slaughter everybody. 
I've never been a fan of these. And here's why. Microburst to me, I always follow is going hard, coasting, going hard, coasting. Whether you're doing 30 30s or 30 15s, 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off. It more felt like a torque exercise. It more felt like, let me learn how to get my bike going. But it never felt like super crazy hard, like going out and doing a 5 by 5 VO2 max. Those are the death intervals, right? Those have been my gold. And why didn't I, why didn't I include those? We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I just have never felt like they're very race specific. And if someone's like, well, you know, this goes back to another video we put out. Like, well, what about a crit where you're going on, off, on, off all the time? If you're going on, off, on, off all the time in a crit, you're just not in a good position. You're in the washing machine. You're not really in the race. You're getting tired and you're going to get spit out the back or you're going to get dropped or you're not seeing the move that's going up the road. You're not in the first 20 places. That's not a diss. That's just you need to rethink of maybe you don't even need to be doing these types of intervals. If you're doing these types of intervals to help you in that type of crit, maybe you need a higher FTP. We won't go down that can of worms right now. But all that said, super surprised by these results. Okay, let's look at heart rate first. Time at 95%, excuse me, 90% heart rate max for the variable was 10 minutes. Threshold burst was six minutes. Microburst was zero. My heart rate never got up and stayed to what the gold standard is for heart rate. I don't know if I'm that surprised. Like I'm fit, so it might spike and get close, but then it goes right. 30 seconds isn't enough time. Like when you look at even the EWMA power in WKO, and when they tell you to like go super, there's guys in WKO that say, I don't even give power targets. Just go super hard until you explode for at least like two minutes because it takes about 30 seconds until you're VO2 maxing, they've said. That's when you're like, <gasps> I don't get like that with microbursts. Like they suck, but it's never, it, 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 the break is very, it, I've never been in a race where I get to go hard and take all these little breaks. Um, that's another issue that came up in the that triathlon show when they were talking about uh, microbursts is that there's a kinetic aspect of like the fact that you don't continually pedal, there's less adaptation for developing your maximal aerobic power. So VO2 max is the system, your maximal aerobic power is the actual wattages you're putting out in that system. So I was like, wow, okay, microbursts, you get a lot of hard time at zone six, but is it really doing what you need it to do or what you're trying to get it to do? So let's look at power, right? 85% we're saying is does stuff. 90 was the goal. Well, the threshold burst surprisingly came in first place. Five by five threshold bursts were the best for my little experiment of VO2 max power. 19, almost 19 and a half minutes of 85%, like you're getting quality on almost all of them. And then 90%, you're getting 10 minutes. So you, you do get power quality in the micro ones, but I really have to ask a question. Like I'm not a huge heart rate guy. Heart rate monitors are meh, but if we're using them in this discussion, it really makes me scratch my head. Um, the fact that there's that kinetic aspect to it, it just does not seem very race specific. I don't know if I will do micro ever again, maybe for a variation, but I think there's other ways to really get this job done and 
you know, I'm going to definitely track these again. So the thing that was very interesting, I said, man, and I don't, I didn't used to wear heart rate all the time. Tom asked me to get one. I've worn two or three of them. I looked back in September, I did five by fives of VO2 max. And so we're going to pull this one up. And I did, I actually didn't even think to add this in until I got all these pieces together. That's why this is here. Super quality, 85% for power, 12 minutes of 90%. This is the the best for 95%. And the only one that hit 100% VO2 max power, uh, excuse me, the variable did also for a minute. But, you know, then this asks the question, variable and five by five. For me, someone that loves variation in training, I will definitely be doing variable power ones. I will definitely continue to do threshold bursts. This was in my video of top three workouts to do for 2020. Josh, shout out to you. I do have the video coming for the top three for 2021. But speaking of VO2 max only, I want to give you my four favorite workouts. And one of them is from Tom. So I'm not going to go super in depth on that because that's not my content. And I don't really feel like that would be cool to share. Um, I will tell you that you can probably find it on his website. Um, really, though, it's, uh, you know, variable power VO2 max, spike it really hard for about two minutes, and then hold 90% of your heart rate max for um, six to eight minutes, and then try and do like four or five of them. So that's number one. And then if we go by, let's say a three minute, a four minute, and a five minute interval, hard start, VO2 max, eight by three minutes. This is the full gas where you are going to be starting a little hard and it's okay if your power fades in the last 30 to 45 seconds um, so that you might even find yourself in threshold. This is going to hit that high 95% VO2 max power and it should also get your heart rate up. So you're getting both of those systems. I don't know if I should call them systems. You're getting power and heart rate work. So if you're in the camp of one or the other, you're, you're checking the box for both of them. This is a Wally workout. Now, why am I bringing this one in when it doesn't seem to make intuitive sense? Because this is a hard finish. The reason why, number one, I think this is a really hard, hard session. And I, I almost want to ask Tom to give it to me again. I give it to a bunch of my athletes because this simulates race specificity to me. This is the end when you are racing with faster people and you need to be able to go above your threshold and then people are going all out for the KOM. They're going for the sprint point. They're going for the finish line. So it's six by, you're doing two minutes at 100 to 115% and that once you hit two minutes, you are just going all out for another two. I don't care if your power spikes, fades, pretend, listen to Heather Lawford today in the interview Pretend you're chasing someone, make it four minutes. So go hard and then go really freaking hard. I even put in here, yes, this is hard. You might not be able to do six. You might need to start with three. You might need to start with four. Like whatever it is, start with that. That's my four minute banger. Shout out to Wally. He got me onto those. And then this is the most basic and I love it. It is just a five by five. And I would say what you want to do for these if you haven't done a five minute max, get rested up and crank one out like in your power dip test when you're testing numbers after a rest week or maybe even middle week of the next week. I would say 
it just depends on every individual. Some people can smash up to five minutes. I struggle over three minutes when I'm super fresh. Um, get some good numbers and then take 95% of that and try to do five by five. Um, so this is the range. I'm talking about 95% of your best. It might be a little bit higher. It might be a little bit lower. This is right here, super generic. I would say take 95% of your best and see if you can do it five times. When I first started doing this, I think I was doing it twice, okay? And this was one of the workouts that I used for Fort McClellan when I had to get over that climb. It was about a five to six minute climb, depending on when people started to rip it. That's another reason I like variation. Even if you know the exact course, you're not going to know the exact durations of going hard. What if Johnny takes off a minute before the climb and then say it's not a super steep downhill, people are still drilling it over the climb. That could be a seven-minute section, and what if people just start at the bottom and end at the top drilling it, and you're trying to hang on. It might be a five-minute section. Like You need variation. So what I had done was five-and-a-half-minute intervals, and about I started four weeks out from that, and I have a video on this out there somewhere, um, and came in, and the week before, I was doing like uh, five-by-fives, almost PRing, but my repeatability was what I was going after. And I think I was doing the fourth or fifth. God, I'd have to look back. It was close to 500 watts. Like I was so pumped. I, it gave me the confidence to go in there and just race. So, okay. So, Brendan, you're talking about a lot of these intervals. They're all your own intervals. Like how do I know you're, you're not a study? All I want to point out, though, is you can find a study for microbursts. You can find a study for variable stuff. You can find a study for five-by-fives. You can find... For every study, there's another study. Just remember, endurance sports, cycling and training with power, we are babies in knowledge with this. Like things are always changing every single year. If you talk to somebody that's telling you that they know everything, even the OG dudes are learning more. Even the people putting on, you know, WKO stuff, Tim Cusick, like there are people that, we are all learning from, and the best of the best are always still trying to get better. It's a science. They're always learning. It's just when you talk to these people that have like, this is the best, that makes me really shy away. So I want to share my experience in that there's a lot of ways to go after this. And at the end of the day, for every individual, we don't know exactly what's best for you. Because also, with everything, there's a bell curve. What if you fall outside of that? You know? So... It just gives you some food for thought. I really think because of that fact, because we don't know which stimulus is truly the best for the long-term benefit of the athlete and getting faster, and because we don't know exactly you, and it's impossible to train you now to two years, and then, oh, let's do a B test on you to two years. Like You got to pick a road. Variation, baby. That's what I'm talking about. So I hope this was helpful. Comment below. What are your favorite VO2 max intervals, but also why? Why do you feel like it's made you faster? Um, you guys have had some really good comments, and I will reply to every comment. Sometimes it takes me a day or two, but if you don't see my reply, ping me, Brendan at evoke.bike. Um, sometimes, you know, the notification bell doesn't light up, or I might miss it, but I will reply to every single one. And from this one, um, maybe I'll track and do a follow-up to this and then also try and incorporate some of yours unless they're micro burst intervals. 
But no, in all seriousness, maybe I will keep doing those and see if anything changes. Um, but I hope your training goes well. I hope this was helpful for you to spark some questions so that you can find your answers and apply them to your training so that you get faster, crush your goals. Let's get it. And don't forget we have a blog, evoke.bike slash blog, the whole YouTube channel. Check out the interviews. It, we are so fortunate to have some of these people on there. All of them have just been phenomenal. So thanks again, and please tell a friend. See ya.